Hey, good morning, lovely people of the planet. So I've got my goals for 2019. I'm gonna write a movie, I'm gonna make a movie, I'm gonna build that bike barn. I might build up a, a track bike. I think I might race a Criterion race this year. Definitely gonna do yoga every day. Gonna read more, gonna write more. Maybe publish a book of poems. <laughs> Hey, good morning, lovely people. If you're new here, I am Jeffo. If you're old here, I'm also Jeffo. This is the Morning Ride Pedal Powered Podcast, where uh, I hope to entertain or inspire you as I talk about my journey to evolve as a filmmaker, poet, and human being. Hey, good morning on your left here. Hey, good morning. It is a nice warm day here in Boise. Oh, we've got the pickup of the kids. This has never happened. This is very exciting. All the kids getting on the bus. Uh, on the way to school here in Garden City. We're waiting on the bus. I can't see what he's up to. Motion in it, but I, you know, I don't know what that means, you know. So I like to respect school buses. They got a job. Carry all those little children. <laughs> so yeah, I think I finally got all of my goals outlined for 2019, and we'll definitely achieve each of them. <laughs> so. It is, speaking of 2019, so it's January 10th, 2019, and uh, a lovely Thursday. Boy, they've got this new park that's looking close to built. The concrete and brickwork has been done here in Garden City. I'll be honest, I'm excited for them to open the trail back up because even though it's not a long diversion, it's like, it's a diversion and there's school buses and people, there's people out running little dudes on scooters we've got construction across the river we've got construction in the bottom of the river yeah they're building more dams I think it's like phase two of the whitewater park maybe it's gonna be a thing that's for sure yeah maybe I'll take up kayaking this year too (laughs) hey folks thank you so much for letting me ride with you this morning I really appreciate it I can't tell you how much it means to me to you let me ride with you. Gotta get to be out here with you. If you're finding these interesting, or if you're finding them really not interesting and you can't not listen, you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at J-E-F-F-O-F-F-E-J. I think if you look up uh, Jeffrey Oliver in Boise, you'll find my website and you can get to me. There's contact information there, but I'm really wanting to Like I said, just make this an entertaining or inspirational kind of podcast. I'm literally, folks, I'm just talking through what I'm trying here. So you heard my list there. Things that I'm interested in up to this year. Uh, 
I've got a lot of things. I was uh, talking about that on Monday, about setting goals and then tasks or objectives, depending on whether you come from the nonprofit or for-profit world. How you outline those things? Hey, good morning. Wow, there's so many folks out. Hey, good morning. Walking, biking, running. So great. I have a feeling that these are a lot of people that like committed to some sort of exercise, more fitness. Maybe just like, getting out in the beauty of Boise, checking out the uh, construction here along the river. Some of it makes me really happy. Some of it makes me wonder, you know, when is enough enough? Whoa, there's a dude with a surfboard. Haven't seen anybody out here in a long time. That is so fun. I really do love seeing that. Whoa, here we got a big machine coming down the road, right down the middle. Whoa, the trail, the road. Dude in the machine, thank you for slowing down. I really appreciate that. Because, believe it or not, it's super intimidating to be head on with a big thing that has a big scoop on the front on a bike trail. <laughs> Hey, good morning on your left here. So, Monday, I was talking about goals. What are my goals? And I've been planning my goals for 2019. And a lot of it for me this year is trying to create context for me to remain successful. That is, in my daily life. Like, what kind of routines can I develop? What kind of patterns can I develop? What kind of fallback? patterns because like we traveled a lot this fall which was awesome got to see a lot of friends and family but it got me out of my routine and I have not had concerted time with Poco or Poco Film Project in a while and uh, I saw someone yesterday that looked like the way that she was walking she looked like she was in some sort of pain like you know like kind of continuous kind of tragic level of pain every day I don't know if it was physical or psychological or if I just totally misread it. Maybe she has just decided to take on a unique gait that is all her own. But I thought, I know her a little bit and uh, I know that she is super aggressive with her work. And I wondered, it's like, wow, I wonder if she like is dealing with something that's terminal. And that's why she's aggressive with her work, or maybe she's just an aggressive person. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making any judgments here, folks. I was just thinking about it. And it hit me. Jeff, if you knew you had 18 months to live, what would you do? What would you work on? What's the one thing that you as a human being need or want to contribute to yourself and to the world around you, maybe? I know, that's the ego creeping in, isn't it? Man, it's hard, it's hard for me to get around that. Um, and the bottom line is, making this Poco a Poco film about this cellist who loves the music. She studied, she's worked at it, she earned it. Her position as a cellist. Whoa, woohoo! Nice little ball ride, all right. But she's unhappy because it's become a job. I think it's where the story's headed right now. And so some things happen. And in the end, 
she's still playing cello, but she has recontextualized her life so that her playing cello is personally meaningful to her in a new way that it hadn't been before. And I'm, I'm in love with that idea because it's my personal struggle right now. Um, you know, trying to figure out who I want to be since I don't want to grow up. <laughs> um, anyway. So that's kind of my prioritization. Uh, that's the thing that I came to is that I have to prioritize these things. Part of, partially because there's only so much time in a day. Partially because I've only got so much money. I can't just go out and build like a $10,000 bike barn. That would be cool, you know, heated, well lit, all that space to like work on the bikes and store all the bikes. You know, I do this little project called Oliver Bicycle Works. I fix up old bikes and the idea is that I sell them, but I haven't done that part yet. <laughs> I just fix them up, fix up old bikes that I'd like, you know, that I want to ride or that I know that a friend or a family member needs or wants or something. It's still a great, great fun. I love it. But it reminded me last night as I was writing about my goals in a notebook with a pen. It's like, you know, this really ties in with uh, this idea that I read back in, oh, it's been a while, I guess, probably a year ago, about having a personal mission statement. And uh, so when I started listing all the things that I'm wanting to do, and for me, I'm not so tied to 2019, but, but you know, kind of like one of the things about setting goals is that you set goals and then you set objectives to making those goals and you set timelines. And then you think, what's most important? Well, making a film, making this film, Poco a Poco, which is a working title. It means little by little. You see it in music a lot. It means gradually, like, gradually get louder. Poco a poco, crescendo poco a poco. Or slow down, or speed up. Slowly over time. So that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. Trying to fit the title into the theme of the film itself. Working on that metaphoric level. Figurative language for the visual language of cinema, which is, of course, poetry in my mind. That's not what we're talking about today. Today, I'm talking about the fact that this time of year, I get antsy to like get out and recreational ride on a bike. And at 48, I love riding the skate park. But if I get much better, that means that I'm also going to get much more hurt. <laughs> the possibility of getting hurt increases the more aggressive I ride in the skate park. Um, and I don't bounce back like I used to, so maybe what's another recreational biking activity that I can take up? Mountain biking is kind of off the books right now. Um, as far as like hardcore, trying to make that an everyday routine thing, we've got a decent old mountain bike that I ride and I enjoy getting out, but it's not, uh, the bike doesn't particularly work for me, just the geometry, whatever. So as I was going through everything that I'd want to do last night and yesterday, working through this, it hit me. It's like, oh yeah, my personal mission statement, which is I'm trying to evolve as a filmmaker, poet, poet, writer, literary guy, and human being. And it's like, okay, so 
you know, there's personal development mixed up with that. There's some very, like, obvious tasks with the uh, work to evolve as a filmmaker. Like, one is, like, start making some films. I mean, I do a lot of video production, which I consider working toward that fundamentally, technically, in practice. But it's not, uh, hey, good morning. But it's not the actual making of a film, probably. I mean, probably not, because we're not actually making a film right now. I've got a couple of ideas for some shorts. I have three solid ideas, three and a half solid ideas for feature films, which I'm super excited about. And so I was looking at my list of things, and it's like, well, the bicycle barn would be nice. But you know what? That's going to take time and money. So I got to work with Jennifer on like what are the other things around the house that we need to, to do this summer. We'd like to get some landscaping done because it is a sad state of affairs, especially in the backyard. So I started prioritizing the goals and uh, the bottom line is I've been uh, working on and off for like three and a half years now on the Poco Poco film project. One of the things, breakthroughs this week, is that I'm finally understanding how to document what part of it is like screenplay, what part of it is story, and what part of it is like, I wanna see this in the film. So a screenplay really just kind of outlines the story and what gets said. But then, you know, the filmmaker decides how they're gonna present that story, how they're gonna shoot that story, and then the editor and director work together to figure out how we're going to present this story based on what we've collected based on the screenplay. So I've been really twerked, tweaked, twerked, confused about which parts of any of that work together towards making the film. I can't believe I'm already on campus. It's a lot warmer today. I'm moving faster again, huh? Yeah, <laughs> maybe these podcasts will get shorter as it warms up because it's going to take less energy to get to get there since it's since I'm on a bicycle <laughs> what's your daily ride are you a bicycle kind of person oh man I love it I'm so grateful I get to do it at least half an hour twice a day five days a week I love that I'm so grateful that I've worked out in my routine so here comes the other thing so last night I was like oh I would love to do half an hour of yoga a day and I would like to do like another hour of bicycling or running kind of just overall fitness stuff and it's like well the problem is if you want to make a film and that's the the main thing for you dude you need to use every moment that you've got toward figuring out that story getting a screenplay written that contextualizes what needs to be shot so that we can finally edit this thing in the way that you want to see the film So what does that mean? That means, well, instead of drinking and watching a movie every night, which is an easy thing that I fall into, because it gets over the escapism of, oh, I'm not working on my project. I mean, you understand the irony, irony, the irony there? That like, (laughs) I would rather be working on a film project, but I just get lazy-minded and scared and don't do anything. And so I escape into alcohol and watching movies. Great escapes, by the way. Well, watching movies is. 
at least. You get something out of that other than calories and losing brain cells. So last night as I was, I do this kind of, I don't know, uh, I've been reading a lot about like this bullet journaling idea and I don't, I don't get it and I don't like all the rules around it. It's like some days it's a bullet journal, some days it's narrative. For me, a lot of times it's narrative because I'm a poetry language kind of guy. So do, if, if you're working on this too, figure out whatever works. If you understand the bullet journaling, please look me up and contact me somehow, please, and let me know what, how the hell it works because I don't get it. Um, and I'm not going to read the book about it. I'm just not. Life is too short. One of the things that I absolutely want to be doing is more reading in my life. And so every night this week, I've gotten in at least an hour of reading. Uh, I've been reading this book uh, by Walt Whitman, His Specimen Days and Collect. Uh, man, such good stuff. It's basically his blog. But like, you know, from 18, you know, uh, what, what year did he start writing it? 1862 or something like that? It was after he had a big stroke. And so it's actually really impressive that he was able to do that. He was a printer. He did a lot of the, this uh, self-publishing. Worked out really well for him because he made money as a writer and publisher in his own time. And, you know, it turns out a lot of people still have a great affinity for the way that he wrote. I mean, like, the way that he used language. It's, it's really brilliant. If you are a literary nerd, I highly, highly recommend this book. Um... Plus, if you're a history nerd, I also recommend it. Um, you know, he's got a particular way with language that makes his telling of, like, the Civil War events. He was a Civil War, uh, worked in a hospital. He wrote letters for wounded soldiers, and he did a lot of the nursing, um, general nursing. I don't think he did anything tragically surgery-like. Anyway, great book. Walt Whitman's Specimen Days and Collect. There's a new printing of it. I think most of his stuff is in uh, public domain, and so people reprint it all the time and put a new introduction with someone that's done some research on him. And it's really cool to see what's going on. Anyway, so this melange of uh, things that I said this morning. Hey, good morning. Basically, what I realized was that I was going to have to prioritize. A lot of people call this uh, compromise, and I don't, I don't like thinking of it like that because compromise means that certain things aren't happening and that feels like I'm losing or something. What I like is the word prioritize because that means I'm gaining the thing that is most important. So, now that I've worked through that, the prioritization, I can figure out like, okay, so I would love to figure out some yoga into my life because I would love to be a little bit more flexible build up my core a little bit because that would make me an overall more comfortable person on a bicycle for sure. Hey, good morning. Um, oh, wow. We've got all the traffic again today here. Construction traffic. I'm going to have to go around the block. No, no I'm going to be able to get through here safely, I think, but it might be noisy. Sorry. Ah, distractions are back, and Jeff is dizzy with them, eh? So sorry, this isn't straight line like uh, I've been working on, man. I've been working on trying to create a really straight line through this. So Monday I was talking about setting goals and tasks, and as I got to doing that work, I realized, eh, there's there's more to do here than I can 
do in a day. So whatever it is weekend work, whatever it is hobby level, whatever it is priority, what is is primary. So for me, the film is primary. That's what I want to get done because um, I feel like that's moving toward my life as an artist. So what I've learned is, uh, so I've got a day job and I get to ride my bike into work. So that means that I'm already getting like a certain level of fitness every day because I'm riding my bike, you know, basically for about an hour a day, not all at one time, which would probably feel better, but I'm, I'm happy with that. So that means that like, you know, running and biking for another hour every day, um, if I don't get to do that, that's fine because I'm still, my lifestyle, my, my, I have contextualized a daily routine that involves a certain level of fitness. So I feel good about that. So how can I mitigate some of the other things about like just fitness and health? Well, I can concentrate more on eating better. Um, you know, like I've said, I go through periods of drinking too much and, uh, and that means that I'm less productive because I'm not able to get up in the morning cause I'm all foggy headed. Um, so how do I deal with that? You know, well, you don't drink so much. Well, that's already, well, sorry folks trying to do too many things with my hands here. Um, you know, so that also is contributing to my health. So again, prioritizing the film project is helping me contextualize my daily routine so that that, no matter what, that work on the film project happens every day. And that's what I'm really working toward, is how do I, how do I come up with these daily contexts that allow my priorities to be met? So that's what I'm working on to this point. So I'd love to hear like where you guys are. I felt like, you know, I felt like it got warm this week and I saw a lot of people get out on the trail and I'm, um, especially the p- folks getting out on bikes because it is, a, it is a really hard time of year. Like if you set a goal, like oh, I'm going to ride my bike to work every day and you start that in January in a place like Idaho and a place like Boise anyway, you know, it's like, it's 40 degrees this morning, but it's kind of rainy a little bit. And, um, you know, last week it was 28 degrees, which is below freezing, which, you know, is, you know, that's 28 and 40 degrees on a bicycle is very different, very different. Uh, for me, you know, I've got different levels of gear that I use. So again, you know, my daily routine is contextualized by uh, over the years, I've collected enough gear that I can ride comfortably kind of in any weather situation. Plus I love riding, riding a bicycle. And, um, so it's not like a, it's not a decision whether to ride. It's just a decision how to ride. Um, you know, which bike, what, what clothes, what gear. So that's where I am today. Um, I'm definitely not trying to be prescriptive here and I hope it doesn't sound like that folks. Uh, but I am just trying to tell you, this is, this is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm going back to my mission statement and I'm saying, okay, yeah, these things are still important to me. Um, I definitely want to be a better filmmaker and I'm starting to say evolve. I like that better evolve as a filmmaker, meaning evolving, making more films, figuring out how I make films, figuring out how I see the world and present that through cinema, cinematic means. I am wanting to write more poems. I don't, I'm not, uh, in a goal to, uh, write a book, but, uh, I do spend about 15 to 20 minutes every morning before I start working on the film project just kind of free writing or working on like, like poems. And when something kind of looks good, I got to figure out when I'm going to like spend the time to edit that because, you know, editing a poem can take me four to six months even, uh, especially the, the, um, like the prose poems, uh, that I try to, I have this like a uh, stream of consciousness kind of prose poem that I really love to write. 
And a lot of times it's because like there's this one gush that comes out and I've got like three or four really great sentences up front and then I've got, you know, 10 more sentences that, that don't make as much sense. And, uh, and it takes a long time to edit it so that the whole thing feels stream of consciousness and, you know, maintains that original energy that I felt when I was writing it, you know, that what is basically inspiration. What I'm really trying to do is translate inspiration. You know, it's like, hey, there's this thing in the universe that's bigger than me that I just happened to get a glimpse of and I'm trying to transcribe it for myself and um, for others who enjoy listening to inspiration in this way or reading inspiration in this way. Folks, thank you so much for letting me ride with you this morning. Um, I don't have anything figured out. I'm, I'm literally, I'm just working to evolve as a filmmaker, poet, and human being. I appreciate so much you riding with me this morning. Um, hey, you know, if you love riding a bicycle, get out on a bicycle. And, of course, whatever your bike's bicycle is, uh, you know, bicycling is a big part of my life. Um, and, uh, you know, my big, my big ride, not, well, not my biggest ride, my big ride is my life. That's the whole metaphor here that I'm working with, you know, work with me here a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, the other big ride for me right now is getting this film project up. And so I'm trying to figure out that ride. I'm trying to figure out that ride. So, man, whatever your ride is, I hope that you get an opportunity to engage with it, to be inspired by it in some way. If you don't get to literally be engaged with it, I know that I like watching YouTube videos of people bicycling when, uh, you know, when I'm sick and I can't ride. <laughs> I like watching YouTube videos of people riding bicycles and that makes me happy. So I feel like I'm engaging with the thing, even though I'm not literally engaged with the thing. Hey folks, I hope that you have a beautiful Thursday. Have a great weekend. And, uh, remember this ultimately is the only ride that we get.